Deep in the heart of Alpha Centauri, everyone's missing. The producer is on leave, Flossie's out ratting, Even Star is on a hot date with Miss Featherston, and even the tech monkey appears to have been substituted with a stuffed toy orangutan. One thing's for sure, though. When whoever sits behind the desks pushes the big red button, a voice comes over the airwaves and states with authority, Your mics are live. Good evening again, everybody, and welcome to the Hutton Orbital Bulletin, your Thursday window on the galaxy. I'm still Red Rudolph Heckler, and our guest producer this week is Phil McCavity. And we're joined in the studio by husband and wife team Norma and Lou Snockers. Evening, Rudolph. Norma, please tell me your maiden name was worse than that. Well, it used to be Sass. <laughs> so you went from Norma Sass to Norma Snockers. That's quite a change. I hope you don't mean saying that. Sounds, you sound an awfully lot like Flossie. I get that all the time. She's my cousin. <laughs> That's uncanny. <laughs> Even more when you think that you both sound like that docking controller lady. Anyway, on with the news headlines. Dodgy Don deals with disaster for Sinrain. Does anyone smell roast beef? Cow has an accident. Treaty retreat in treaties as Federation pulls out of galactic accords. Capricorni safe as Hutton helps frogs fend off the fires. Eridani equation begins election to Hutton. Lou Snockers will be telling us how it's hanging in Hutton space. And we have Normus Snockers. <laughs> and the CGs. It appears that the dodgy Kamara Don, formerly of Wolf 359, the dastardly Don Antonacci, has been up to his old tricks again. When a distressed Commander Kinrain contacted Hutton's Flaughton Court Short support line, asking of whether anyone had seen his anaconda, last parked at Wedgeport, and once the tittering had died down, it turned out that, as a result of being a trusting character, he'd left the keys in the ignition whilst he'd popped into a nearby gift shop to buy something for his delightful other half. Needless to say, some miscreant had had it away with his anaconda, leaving Kinrain's insurance company to provide him with a free sidewinder whilst police forces investigated. Investigations concluded that a well-meaning mechanic from Special Effects Engineering Team had made a few choice upgrades and taken the Farringdon Folly for a shakedown flight, right into the side of the station, at speed. Of course, all video evidence, flight logs, and even the identity of the engineer have all mysteriously vanished. We understand that the dastardly Don, visiting the wedge with a wadge of lolly for nefarious purposes, heard the plaintive call and offered to find a complete replacement ship for Kinrain in return for a number of favours. The Don's right-hand man, the previous one, Don Presto, having been relegated to the Don's pet DNA project planet side, Commander Styx duly delivered a spookily similar ship. 
complete with the same dents and scratches, the same arse print in the pilot's seat, and even that dodgy stain on the console that even Bleach won't reach. But of course, it was a different ship. Definitely. In return, Commander Kinrain has begun negotiations on behalf of the Don to get his summer palace at Vert's Progress back from the truckers. We suspect someone's pulling a fast one here. We haven't the heart to tell him that his palace has been the site of repeated bombings by Federal pilots ranking themselves silly with missions from Sol, and is now a big pile of rubble. Nor that, as a result, we don't want it anymore. There comes a time every year, even in space, when a trucker's thoughts turn to spring. The lambs are gambling around the biomes in zero-g, birdsong fills the air, and environmental controls are configured to give the odd day of brilliant bright light, even around the dull brown dwarves at places like Wise. It's traditional at this time of year to host weekend barbecues on Earth-likes, but for those trapped in deep space, their burned meat products have to come from the laser grill. Or, like our missing co-presenter Dick Chafing and his pilot Psychocal, you could just abscond from the Van Marnen Star Spa and Juice Bar and take a day trip out to Beagle Point. Or if you would have, if you hadn't decided to have an incident with a passing neutron star in his rapidly overheating Frisian Cal Paint Type 9, having apparently already had one repair ship sent out to him, this time he overcooked it. Literally. And he went from rare, via medium, through to well done, and into the realms of burnt ends. As a Scotman, Scotsman, his normally pale skin went directly to beetroot red, as his canopy broke and his remlock luckily applied enough aloe vera to coat the population of the whole of the UK at the Costa del Sol in July. We're delighted to say that the mad monks of Van Marnen have rescued the burned cow and returned him to his quarters at Van Marnen to continue his health retreat, only bathed in a lot of lotion this time. Federal President and total loose cannon loony Zachary Hudson has been on the receiving end this week of much scorn from pretty much everyone else in the galaxy, as he refused to re-ratify the treaties related to unreasonable rendition of sentient species. Whilst the Empire and Alliance, fresh from the recent scandalous discovery that humanity was responsible for the dissection and torture of Thargoids many years ago, uh, all tied in with INRA and the loss of Commander Jameson, they confirmed that even without the Federation's involvement, they will continue to wage war in a traditional means against the Thargoids, which mostly involves ignoring them and sending independent pilots to do all of the work. Hudson has publicly called it a bad deal for humanity. A really bad deal. He'd never seen such a bad deal before, and that it made him embarrassed to be human that aliens were treated with any form of respect. He remains committed to building a big wall. We understand that he's asking for designs for human bubble-sized Dyson spheres and protecting humanity by nuking anything with the wrong number of legs out of existence. The Alliance sent their top negotiator, Big Boris, it's his nickname, to try and sway the President away from this terrible path. Unfortunately, Big Boris's day job is as a kid's party clown and after squirting the president in the face with a fake flower and having pulled a bunch of flowers out of his ear, was arrested for assault and is waiting federal military trials next month. 
Here at Hutton, we note that the building scandal over the claims by an exotic dancer that he paid her off via federal lawyers so she couldn't reveal anything revealing about his nocturnal habits are stated unequivocally to be untrue, and we wouldn't dream of mentioning them live on air. The fact that Misty Danielle, a stage name, was a regular worker at Wanda's Relaxation Emporium at Hutton and is well known for her honesty and diligent hard work under many a trucker, has had many Huttoners rush to Nurse Wyeth for tests and swabs. Of course, we wouldn't want to catch anything nasty off the President. With the startling news last week that 36G Capricorni, home to the rather controversial but occasionally Hutton-friendly Diamond Frogs, was under attack by those green goo-firing, station-burning, eight-sided aliens, Hutton had a hasty pow-pow and despite some of the froggy controversial decisions in recent months that have indeed caused much offence, they decided to lend a hand. We sent most of the hot pit team and wings of hot boxes to the system to fend off the incoming menace. With a very few casualties, a number of them caused by flying whilst under the influence, may hasten to add, the team, along with wings of shiny diamond frogs and more than a few other independents, have managed like a good dose of preparation each, to clear the system of Thargoids. The rest of the galaxy, the bit that doesn't like the frogs and can't forgive them, decided to defend the other systems highlighted by Eagle Eye as under attack, and we're glad to report that both systems were kept clear this week. Alerts have been issued for further three systems, one of which we don't care about as it doesn't contain any large stations, and everyone knows that orbitals are immune from Thargoid attacks which is why Hutton is the safest place in the galaxy. And the other two are home to totally dormant Pilot Federation factions. Anyone who does want a little alien action can take their axe to Dalpha and LTT8517. Dalpha has a population of, oh, numbers, two and a half billion. Put that in words next week, please, David. Million. Million, billion, million, zillions. Yep. Lots of people. They've got one large station called Aquila, A-Q-U-I-L-A, and is home to a Pilots Federation faction called the Tridicate, but they don't own much. LTT8517 has a population of lots of numbers, 1,007,387,161, and has several large stations and is home to a Pilots Federation faction called the Transgalactic Slave Trade Corporation. Again, we're not sure if they're active or since uh, since their influencing system is low and they're only present there. We don't think they sound very nice people. They deal with slaves, for crying out loud. So we're happy for them to be ignored. And finally, before we invite our guest presenter Lou to tell us all about the ins and outs rounded about Hutton Space, we have news that Epsilon Eridani, an often neglected system under the custodianship of Ambassador Dicetra, is the site of the latest Hutton master plan to gain a few more assets. It's been put to a public vote as to whether Davis Station, an agricultural base, should transfer under Hutton's mantle and give Alvin and his Momus Bog Spaniel security detail that little more room for gambling in the long grass. The team equalised the Eridani numbers against the Epsilon Eridani future and then proceeded to leap ahead in the polls. As usual, we anticipate a win. 
For more detail on this, and with information from the rest of Hutton Space, we have our stand-in hot pit member, Lou Snockers. Thank you very much. In a stable week for the truckers, both hot and hot coal managed to shake off the outbreak of mods, and due to the massive profits that trucking legs generates, get themselves into a boom state. The hard work in the bubble has paid off, and the truckers have entered into elections in Epsilon Eridani for control of Davis Station and are holding an acceptable lead. The steady stream on missions and ferrying passengers should secure this, secure this station. The only downside is that this was a little too successful in George Pantazis, so a few missions or passenger runs for non-hot factions are needed to help pull the pants down. Due to the interesting developments this week in Wolf 359, the truckers are testing an enhanced missions point system. Lale has sanctioned the shedding of Vert's progress and to this end, all missions for Union of Wolf 359 Labour will be receiving bonus points. Over in Colonia, the desired expansion from Doriso is pending and should go live any day now. All forms of positive action are required in both hot systems, the old Procol Centauri and Doriso. As always, if you have data to drop, contact Graham, Josh or Rob in the bubble, or Hanky and Mindwipe in Colonia. With that out of the way, it's time to hand over to the mighty Norma Snockers to find out all about the CGs from this way. Take it away, wifey Snockers. How kind. It's quite fun, this, having a pair of Snockers on the radio. <laughs> right, this week's CG News. Imperial Prisoner Transport Appeal and Restoring Order in Vecro List. Bounty Hunting. Objective, deliver Imperial slaves and non-lethal weapons and hand in bounty vouchers. Uh, the Empire has announced plans to construct a new Riker-class prison ship in the Verkulist system. Once complete, the ship will house criminals who accepted a period of Imperial slavery in lieu of jail sentence, but who have proved to be too dangerous or unstable for such corrective punishment. The Mauritasgus Imperial Corporation, which is overseeing the initiative, has placed an open order for Imperial slaves and non-lethal weapons, promising to reward pilots who deliver these commodities to Volcola Vision in the Veracruz system. Mauritasgus Imperial Corporation spokesman released the following statement, We are pleased the Empire has awarded us this contract and we look forward to the first ships arriving with our new guests. They've also placed a kill order on all ships on its wanted list to ensure those contributing commodities to the campaign can do so safely. And that is this week's CG News. Thank you both. Are you sure you aren't actually Flossy in disguise? Uh, in Mufti? Anonymous? Hiding from other tasks you should be doing, like fuel ratting? Nope, definitely not. It's just little old me. Flossy's busy on some fuel rat calls and taking the wrong way around the galaxy. And I'm so glad that my darling Norma Sass agreed to do me the honour of becoming Mrs Snockers. <laughs> well, on that note, we'd better be moving along. There's, as ever, a theme to the show. And it's your job, listener, to work out why we chose these tunes before going for a little banter. As ever, everything we do is for the mug. And when I say everything, I mean we'd do 
anything. So, how's it going, Dodger? Well, thank you very much, Nick. Commander Fletch. Um, now, for those listening, we've got a, a guest producer this evening, which is um, Commander Fletch, who was also doing one of the characters on the radio show there. And as ever is the case with any new producer on the show, it's, ah, I'm in the deep end. Too so many buttons and I've only got two hands and only one mouse. Yeah, well, definitely not a clever dick, anyway. Um, anyway, so uh, our apologies for any um, roughness. I mean, we were, yeah, we were on time, weren't we? We were bang on time. Yeah, I just uh, forgot to open the mics. Sorry, guys. Yeah, so you missed all that lovely intro and all the extra articles that were going on at the start of the show. But um, thank you very much to people who are definitely not here, because obviously Flossie's not here, which she is, and um, uh, her uh, fake husband... Uh, what was his name? Lou Snockers. Of course, Lou, he's Dead yeah. Meat GF, who's pretending not to be Je Dead Meat GF this evening because we're pretending not to be here. And, um, yeah, we're having a, one of those sort of uh, wing it and play it by ear kind of evenings on Hutton Orbital Bulletin. So, lots to talk about this week, and the first bit was the theme. So, when you first heard the theme, it wasn't the theme, but when you second heard the theme, it should have been I'd Do Anything, which I think it was. It was somewhere. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that that's our first hint this evening, is that I'd do anything by... Uh, what was it from the, the full cast, 1994 cast from Oliver? Live from the London Palladium, those were the days. Yeah, oh, absolutely. They they do naff stuff like um, Britain's Got Talent or something there these days, haven't they? Britain's anyway, Got Talent? Um, Since when? Oh, <laughs> it certainly hasn't got it on this radio show because we're broadcasting <laughs> out of Canada. Um, so, uh, the first bit I've got in my notes here for this evening is that we have Dead Meat GF, who's going to give us a little bit of an update about something he did recently. Yes, I had a little jog around a large lake. Okay, well, there's more to it than a, a, a jog around the lake, so go on, give, give us the lowdown. What were you up to? Well, there was a... Well, a while ago, I had an operation on my shoulder, um, and I was laid up for a bit and got unfit, and I decided I needed a goal to get myself back up and about. Uh, so I chose this run around a rather pretty reservoir fairly near to me. And, and obviously this is a charity thing. So I uh, had a quick chat with Baz and the guys at Special Effect um, and they helped me a lot in getting a bit of publicity and uh, helping me to raise some money. Um, so I went out and I did it and I ran around and I got them some money in the uh, beautiful hot, <laughs> the first hot sunny weekend of the year, I think, uh, which was which is quite good. Um, and thanks in no small part to the truckers, I managed to raise, at the last look, £440. Fantastic news. And were you too knackered afterwards, or did you survive the experience? It's amazing how quickly you feel very good after stopping. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, there was that success. You got that so pumped full of chemicals after you succeeded and didn't uh, collapse en route. Yeah, so there were some rather space-age um, tubes of rehydration and energy bar gel things and uh, obviously some nice cold water and whatever. And, uh, and well, obviously this, this sounds like the kind of training the rest of us need to get into for getting up that flaming volcano. Well, it's No, sorry, it's not a flaming volcano. That would be dangerous. It's definitely a dormant volcano in November. Indeed. It, it'll be fun. But yes, no, we no, to... luck. It'll go active the day we arrive. Well, yes, and as a bunch of people have noticed recently, these, these volcanoes have a habit of doing that. Um, I think it was Honolulu 
has had a bit of an incident this uh, this week as well, where where cars get eaten by lava and things. Yeah, but, but the good, uh, well, good congratulations. news is that. Oh, sorry, carry on. I was just going to say congratulations on doing that and congratulations on the money raised. Yet again, Hutton truckers do stuff for charity. That's what we do when we're not doing it for the mug. So, um, D- Deadme, are you in place? Because obviously, we we in the old show when Cal was here, and we're going to have it when he comes back again. We would normally have done a hot pit bit and said, well, but, "But what does it all mean?" So it's, it's about time we we talk about what it all means. But I, I suppose to introduce the what it all means, we had a special recording sent to us by the dastardly Don himself. Now, um, the dear co-producer, sir, do you actually have that um, recording? I think he's in his spaceship or something, uh, ready and available to play. Yeah, I've been sent an old C90 cassette, so luckily I've got my uh, Star-Lord um, cassette player ready to go, so tell me when to hit the go button and oh, hopefully God, God. We'll, we'll do that work. first, and then we'll ask, we'll ask Dead Meat afterwards um, okay. what on earth this means. Here we go, an appeal from the Don. Good evening, Hutton Atrakas. This is the Don. Now, you may have heard about Commander Kinrain and the uh, unfortunate accident he had with his anaconda. I would like to reassure you, that there's nothing dastardly going on here. I found him a replacement one as a gesture of goodwill towards truckers everywhere. I heard this this Kinneraden character was a good friend to Hutton and that he was a good friend to uh, Alvin. And I was hoping that maybe a Kinneraden might have had a little word with his fluffiness in a view to get uh, my, my palace adverts back. I miss my palace, I miss my family heirlooms, I miss my secret dungeon. I don't mention that one. Uh, forget I said anything about the secret dungeon. Anyway, I'd love to have my, uh, my family palace back. So, as a gesture of goodwill from all the trackers, maybe, just maybe, you might work to help the Don, who would be exceedingly grateful and possibly promise not to try and take your systems back off you in the future. Well, maybe just in the near future. Giuseppe, Giuseppe, you stop doing that. Stop playing with the Velociraptor. You don't want Mama to tell me off if you end up as a cyborg. Anyway, Trakas, this is the Don. A very friendly, happy Don at the moment. And I'm going to get back to my base with Don Presto, who's busy with some DNA. He's got mighty ginger hair and mighty muscles. He's an intimidating fella, that Don, isn't he? Even when he's in his spaceship or the bowels of some machine and making lots of rumble in the background, he's an intimidating fella. But he's being friendly. Anyway, that, um, is that so a new Deadly. definition of friendly? Yeah, well, I, I'm going to leave you alone for this week. Yes. So, uh, Dead Me GF. Also Hello. known as Mr. Geller. So um, there's obviously something going on. Oh, Epsilon Eridani is doing the thing at the moment. So there's an election at the moment, which means don't do the pew-pew blowing spaceships up. Just do nice stuff for us in Epsilon Eridani. Um, but there's obviously something going on behind the scenes at Vert's Progress and Wolf 359. Do you want us to you know, fill us in on the evil master plan? I mean, it looks like we've agreed to give him that place back. Yeah, so... It- I think it's come at a great time. I, I believe that Lael didn't want it anyway. Um, so this claim to have it back is actually, we don't, we want to get rid of it. So, well, yeah, yes. because what, what, what's happening, I think, is that um, a lot of federal pilots based in Seoul, which is our solar system, well, the one next door to us, um, are 
stacking up missions to help the Federation by attacking Vert's progress, which is putting us in lockdown regularly, isn't it? This is true. When, yes, when we're under attack, obviously, you then get the military involved and um, then that brings us a lockdown and then it's quite a, it, it's it's not the worst state in the world, but it's a pain to get out when it stops us doing the things we want to do. Okay, so um, so the, the master plan at the moment is get through this election, and then there's a team under the command of Intarius Fusion who are working really hard in Wall 359. So what we're saying in Wall 359 is don't help us. No, no matter if you see us drop or do bad things, whatever else, don't help Hutton in Wall 359, and do help Hutton everywhere else that's a bit low. Uh, and if you want to know where's a bit low, you want to go to hot.forthemug.com, and there is a Hutton percentages link in there. You click on that, and if it's a low number, then do stuff. And if it's a high number, like 60, 70, and in a, in a lovely colour at the top, don't do stuff. And if it's Wall 359, definitely don't do stuff unless Intarius tells you to. I think that's the, the long and short of it, isn't it? That is a basic way of putting it, yes. Okay, so what's happening in Colonia? In Colonia, they are currently in... A, in fact... Uh, sorry, I looked at the wrong thing there. Uh, they're currently in Boom, but they are pending expansion from Doritos, which is what they were trying for. So extremely well done to all the commanders out there. Um, and the priority is bounty hunting in both the old pro called Santauri and Doritos and the same two systems for missions and passenger missions. And if you can buy low and sell high on trade, that would be a bonus. Okay, so anybody miles away from anywhere do stuff to help with the expansion. And um, anybody who's somewhere local um, do lovely missions and passengers and we'll tell you, when does this election finish? Is it tomorrow or the day after? Um, I think it's tomorrow, looking at the numbers. Uh, Graham's a better expert than me, and so is Hanky, but I, I believe it's tomorrow it should go live. Okay, and where might people find extra details about what they should be doing today? There should be a post in the Hutton Facebook group, and if you're really struggling, then Mindwipe or Hanky on Facebook will be able to give you some advice, especially about where to drop data. Yeah, and there's the Discord channel, and there's a the BGS update in the Discord channel as well, which tells you a summary of what we've just said live, if it's too confusing. So um, that out the way, uh, we have to move across to Commander Not Flossy. Commander Not Flossy, are you there? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> now, for the avoidance of any doubt, um, you came up with that name, didn't you? Uh, well, um, my husband. My real husband, wrong way did, yes. <laughs> As opposed to your fake husband, who's not a dead meat GF, who was just pretending to be your husband for the, the purposes of a live radio show. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he's just spare husband in case the other one goes missing or something. <laughs> I don't know, I'm more husband between him and Dockers and... <laughs> the whole, yeah. Well, yes, your, your voice has been lent to, to many, many a thing. So, um, on the CGs, you obviously gave us the rundown of what's going on this week. So, yeah. did you have any winners last week for any prizes? Uh, no, um, somebody did try to claim a prize for top 10% in the bounty hunting, but I had to... <laughs> well, that's wrong on no. at least two, two categories. There. Number one, ten percent doesn't equal ten unless um, only a hundred people are doing it. And bounty hunting is not what we do, is it? Nope. And he said, "Oh well, I'll settle for the gold decal." And I said, "What are you get decals either?" 
Oh, no. So he's not even going to get a chip and pin python. Oh, dear. No. no. So the thing is, you know... You know, people are not quite doing the CGs as much as they could do, but do, have you picked one this week, uh, a nice trade one, that's a friendly one that Hutton Truckers can win some prizes from? Well, the trade one this week is delivering Imperial Slaves. Um, imperial no, no, we're not doing that. I'm here. sorry, I'm, I'm, no. I'm embargoing that one on, on Alvin's behalf. Well, I, I, I was too. I didn't feel happy about doing that one. No. I mean, I know they get well paid and they get lovely togas and things, but it's just not cool. No, it's not, is it? Not not a hot and truckerish thing. No, so we're not doing that one. Um, and the other one's not a trade one. The other one, well, it's it's just um, guiding the, the people who are doing the trading, you know, um, bounty hunting to protect the traders. The okay, so we're, we're also not doing traders. that one. So we're, we're not giving you prizes this week. Near, 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 everybody, because there's nothing suitable. So no. if you want, and I think they've just opened submissions for, for more um, CGs from player groups. So yeah. I, I think we need people to start giving us ideas of you know, stuff Hutton can do, because we haven't done a CG for ages. We thought we'd leave it to everybody else for a while, but uh, I think we need to start thinking about doing more Hutton CGs. So if anybody's got an idea that isn't do the same as we did two and a half years ago again then please do uh, email us at i took part at huttonorbital.com anyway so if you're not going to do cgs because they're naff ones this week what are you up to uh well i'll probably be doing um more to all that stuff um possibly do some work out in colonia um i'll just see how it goes <laughs> So, so you're in the camp of. Oh, obviously, they've been talking about these squadrons things. This update that's coming. You're in the camp of. Well, yes, but I'm one of these, and I'm one of those, and I'm one of those. Yeah. So I want to be a member of all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're uh... campaigning at the moment with the developers to try and allow them or allow Flossie to be a Hutton trucker and a fuel rat. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, in the squadrons, because we would. I mean, making you choose would be unfair, wouldn't it? It would be very unfair, yes. So, so dead meat. I mean, w there's been a bit of banter about you know what are we going to name these you know mega ships, whatever they're called, um, that we're going to get as part of the treat. Uh, did you have any ideas on naming conventions for the ships? You know, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, or I think if I suggested what mine was, um, Mr. Smalls would be rather cross. Yeah, or Mr. Snoz is is prone to getting cross with silly ideas, and no. As usual, every week, boobs is not an acceptable answer to any question. I think this is true, yes. Um. Anyway, okay, so, um, co-presenter, sir. Now, we, we've had reports from the, the radio station that when we go live, um, voices are randomly bleeding through, which is not a problem, because all we'll do is just listen to the music and not talk, which is good. Yep. But are you ready for the next one, the one that you accidentally did a minute ago, but are you ready for it? This time, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll press play on deck A this time, not deck B. I hope. Okay, uh, there's no decking going on in this studio. It's all very friendly in here. Yes, I know. Oh, that's fine. Um, okay, too, so... too many buttons, too many mixing channels. Only one hand, and that's holding a mouse. Yeah, and don't push the button mark. Do not push this button because that's the um, yeah well, evacuate the studio. Unfortunately, the buttons are labelled A one, A two, A three, B one, B two. So the big red button doesn't exist, and I've hit it about three times so far tonight. <laughs> okay, so we do know though one man who can read the Galnet news and figure it 
all out for us, including you, Commander Fletch. It's Commander Wotherspoon. So to help him, we thought we'd pump up the volume a little bit and bring some royal blood to bear on the challenge. Galnet News Digest, 10th of May 3304. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Aegis denies Thargoid invasion claims. Ramtar reconsiders his meat and two veg. Thargletz, the sickening truth. Squadron, ahoy! Aegis denies Thargoid invasion claims. The intergovernmental organisation responsible for keeping Thargoids out of the bubble has denied that there's a problem from Thargoids in the bubble. Following demands for action from political leaders such as Councillor Rasmus Tseng, Admiral Aidan Tanner, who is more commonly known by his nickname Comical Aidan, held a press conference during which he insisted that Aegis was successfully fighting off the Thargoid threat. And that indeed was to some extent borne out this morning as no new stations were attacked by Thargoids. The Thargoids are believed to have taken a day off work on Monday, which left them ill-prepared to strike. Tanner went on to explain that the bubble is not infested with Thargoids. It just has Thargoids in it and occasional station losses are to be expected and nothing to get all alarmed about. He also explained that with Guardian weapon technology being so cheap and easy to come by, Aegis's primary defensive tactic is to let independent commanders fight the Thargoids off. Ramtar reconsiders his meat and two veg. Engineer Ramtar, the human gateway to Guardian technology, has said he's reconsidering the recipes for the most effective anti-Thargoid weaponry, following a wave of protests from commanders complaining that Guardian weapon technology is too expensive and hard to come by. Guardian weaponry requires materials and data that can only be gained from the recently discovered Guardian sites, and it requires a lot of it. Demand for such weaponry is high, now that Aegis has told everyone what a splendid job we're all doing, and there's some suspicion that Engineer Tar might be charging over the odds for some of the equipment. At the request of the Pilots' Federation, Tar is now said to be assessing whether his recipes could be just as effective using cheaper ingredients, thus making it easier for less committed commanders to join the fight against the Thargoid hordes. Thargletz, the sickening truth. Following a protest against Aegis Core, an ancient document has come to light that gives new information on the Thargoid's peculiar habit of collecting occupied escape pods. The protest, by a commander known as Envoy, involved UA bombing Dantec Enterprise, the Aegis Core home port, using stolen Thargoid sensors, as a way of demonstrating to Aegis that they need to understand the motivations of the aggressive, warlike and deadly Thargoids. Perhaps they have a headache, 
Perhaps they had a bad day at the office. Perhaps we should stop shooting the bug-eyed monsters and show them a little love. Well, now we perhaps understand at least one of the Thargoids' motivations. Commander Blaine Crichton of the Angeli Imperial has unearthed a passage from an ancient document called the Dark Wheel, which describes a cargo of Mimroth turtles that have had the eggs of the Thargoids laid inside their living bodies, and the immature Thargoids, the Tharglets, coming bursting out through the chest and through the limbs of the harmless turtles with glistening hairy limbs of malevolence. The Thargoids want human bodies as nurseries and as a convenient food source for their young. Squadron Ahoy! Further details were released today about how squadron carriers will work. They will be expensive megaships that will require commanders to club together to buy. All the members of the squadron will be permitted to dock on the fleet carrier. However, commanders who are not members of the squadron will not be allowed to land, nor can they be invited in as a guest. Fleet carriers will be able to jump between systems, but only if the fleet has sufficient resources to make this happen, which might make them a bit slow for exploration squadrons. Unlike Canon Interstellar's mobile base, the Gnosis with a G, they will not be limited to jumping only once per week. Fleet carriers are under design, with the hope that some may be launched before the end of the year. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. on the ball, isn't he? Which button did you push this time? Was it the blue button saying don't push this one either? Yeah. I was just checking. It's very spooky hearing myself. Oh, that's better. There we go. Um, well, th thank you very much, uh, Commander Wotherspoon, with your insightful insight into um, yeah, Thargoids and Thuglets and chest-bursting evil monsters. I don't know about Marvin, but brain the size of planet, that guy just gets all the information and makes it into a very simple to understand set of well, instructions. He digests it so we don't have to. Yeah, brilliant. Anyway, um, so uh, we, we've got some travels from you coming up soon. Now, I understand you got your details of your flight completely wrong when we spoke about them last week. Uh, no, I didn't get it wrong. The poor little robot uh, um, Garmin um, actually booked me to go to Munich. Um, via Kansas. I'm sorry, sorry. Munich yes. via Kansas. Yeah, there, there are, I'm now not the only Fletcher at work. There, there are two of us, and uh, this young lad called Brent Fletcher um, in Kansas is actually going to Munich, and um, he was. Uh, uh, it was booked in my name. 
That's a good trick, isn't it? Have they managed yeah. to fix this? Are, are they yes. sending you to to the Beerstein capital of the world and uh, for a bit of a beer colour, you know, night out, or to Kansas, where Toto says it's not Kansas anymore? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to Munich in October, not in June. <laughs> okay, so when are you going to Kansas? Uh, this is going to be fun because I actually leave Heathrow Airport on uh, Friday night, Saturday morning, June twenty third. So I arrive in Kansas having had 24 hours of uh, travelling, and then apparently I'm hosting an elite meet, <laughs> a meet right, meet. So what, 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 time, what, do you, what time do you land in Kansas? I land, uh, land in Kansas at half past three in the afternoon, having yeah, left oh, at half past three the previous day. That's perfectly fine, because you can get to the pub. Uh, I'm aiming to sleep on the plane. If I don't, I have no idea who's going to turn up at Meet Me. It, it might be um, Bruce Forsyth on cocaine. Who knows? Right, so um, Folko Took is hosting an event to welcome you to Kansas, especially yep. on the 23rd, at some point in the evening, somewhere in Kansas, hopefully somewhere near the airport. Um, no, they so have taxis out there, so it's fine. Yeah. And destination to be confirmed... Yep, we're looking for venues right now. What we need is numbers. We need people, either on Facebook or Discord, get in touch with Foco Talk and um, just say, yay, I'm going, so we get a head count. And then I know uh, what good is to pack in my suitcase. I'm travelling out with a big, empty suitcase. We have only one change of clothes, and I'm going to go shopping on a Sunday to buy clothes because the rest of the case oh, is going to be full of goodies. You've got to take a mug or some special treats with you, yes. There'll, so there'll the last be plenty of these. goodies, don't worry. Well, we had the ECM event um, a while ago, a few weeks back, but then we also had, just before that, the one in the west coast of the US, where we had 12, 13 people get together and enjoy beer and pizza and stuff. Now, this one's not a pizza one, or it might be, but it's a meat-meat, so it's barbecue meat, possibly a Kansas barbecue special. Yeah, it's, it's uh, smoke, the, smoke the Neighbours Out season in Kansas, apparently. Last weekend was, um, yeah, International Burn Everything weekend. Okay, so um, we're going to start uh, telling everybody that if you live in Kansas or anywhere near Kansas, um, there's a get-together going on on June the 23rd in the evening. Are we talking you know, evening dinner o'clock? Um, yeah, I, we, we aim, get aim to have the venue booked from about 7pm Kansas time, not UK time. That gets really confusing. Well, I'm going to start uh, promoting that one and um, you know keep your eyes on uh, yeah, what's going on. So Folko Took is the coordinator for this time, and uh, we will get everybody to message Folko Took, say, I'm coming, and then half of them will drop out for reasons, and no, we're still going to have loads of people. Attendance oh, well, is compulsory. Anyway. If, you, if you're within travelling distance of Kansas on a Saturday evening, be there. And it, I've been told to tell you it's Kansas City Metro, because apparently that's important, because Kansas sits right on the border of Kansas State and Missouri State. So it's Kansas City Metro in Missouri, but you can get there from any of the neighbouring states quite easily, apparently. Yeah, because America's big. I mean, it's not as big as the Galaxy, which is very big, or the Milky Way, which is, yeah, fairly big which is the galaxy, um, or it, it's not as big as um, the trip to Hutton, but it's, I mean, yeah, Kansas is a big place and America is a really big place. So we're, we're going to try and promote it and get a few people there to uh, come and join you for a beer when you're in Kansas. Yeah, well, I'm and, doing um, like a Hutton trip. It's going to take me 18 hours to get there. Oh, that's nothing. I mean, that's not even Beagle Point. Well, it is. That, that's one Beagle Point. Yeah, so, as long as um, I don't hit a neutron star on route, I should be okay. I'm going via Detroit this time. Now, we've Not got a Munich. big thank you to say from, from, from Alvin, because Alvin had a bit of a time of it yesterday, because Alvin was refused service yesterday. Mm, yeah, I heard about that. 
Yeah, so Alvin went out for dinner, and there were some people who were, you know, the the the, uh, the managers of the restaurant or whatever else that Alvin went to that weren't familiar with the fact that Alvin, our fluffy leader, is actually a dog. And they said, no, there's no dogs allowed in here, at which point there was a minor riot. Because if Alvin's not allowed in, then Mike's not allowed in. If Mike's not allowed in, then Mike can't help Alvin have his dinner and steal sausages from on the plate. So um, there were a number of uh, commanders actually phoned the restaurant to say, hang on a second, you can't be doing that. You've got to give Alvin a seat. And they phoned yeah. the restaurant, had a word with the manager, and then they all got over, you know, Galbook and... Um, you know, Twitter or Twitter or whatever it's called, and started um, sort of saying to the the restaurant involved, "You can't do that." Um, going to the real world for a second, um, yes, refusing to serve a chap um, who's got a hearing dog with him as an authorised, properly jacketed, qualified hearing dog uh, because we don't let dogs in here is pretty naff. But everybody got on top of it and phoned the restaurant and said, "There's this dude here with a dog, and you've got to seat him because he wants dinner at Nando's." And um, you can't say no because it's a hearing dog and, well, he's a hearing dog and you have to. So Mike wanted to say a big thank you to everybody that helped him get a seat in the restaurant and have a shout at the manager um, for yeah letting Alvin in. So thank you very much. Oh, uh, hang on a second. There's a note coming through from uh, Snoz here that hearing dogs also rang the restaurant to say you're not allowed to not serve Alvin. So Alvin is in charge of the Hutton Truckers. And you can't say no to Alvin, especially when he's wearing his special jacket. And thank you to everybody who helped Mike and Alvin get a seat. There you go. Yep. Well, he hearing dogs are also legally known as, um, what's the word, assistance dogs. Well, they, they so are. If, if, just, if Mike had yeah. been blind, there wouldn't have been a problem. But because if, if, if Alvin was Alvin a wears Mike's ears, with a yeah. handle on him... Everyone would go, oh, yeah, we know them. But um, there are other assistance dogs, too, and some of them are small and fluffy and spaniels. Anyway, that, that, I want to say thank you on behalf of Snoz to everybody who helped out trying to get him a seat in the restaurant so he could eat a cheeky Nando's. Right. Um, what else do we have to mention in this little bit before we go on to... Uh, oh, do, do you want to say something about the theme? Because I'm not certain I actually had the mic open last time you said something about the theme. Ah, right. Okay, so yes, we've got a theme for the music this week. And um, I know for whoever guessed that, it's not music that David listens to. Well, but yes, I do. it is, I but that's it. not the theme. So we've got some comments from um, Snoz, who's been reading uh, Discord for us. And um, so we'll, we'll go through the tunes that we had first. So the first tune we had, I'm going to do this one, you do the next one. Uh, we had I'd Do Anything from the cast of Oliver. And the second tune, so hang on a second, I'd Do Anything, I'm putting emphasis on the right word, from the cast of Oliver. And uh, the second one was, uh, who wants to, except Flossie, do you want to take the second one? Uh, right, yeah, um... Figure it out, Royal Blood. Okay. And, um, yeah, so you've, I'd do anything and figure it out by Royal Blood. And so the guesses we've had so far, based on those two really obscure songs that are not connected in any way apart from our way, um, are Fletch, do you want to take the first one? First one of what? Sorry. No. No, the, the 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 hint, the guesses on the uh, on on the theme this week. Ah, oh, right, yes. So, um, guess from Jester in Discord. He, he thinks it's a Spider-Man game stuff. Uh, nope. 
hang on a second. So it was Daffith Green Valley and um, no, definitely not. And then uh, oh, Dead Meat. Can you see the script there? Can you see what the second guest was? A guest uh, was guest. Is that El Mazzi's guess? Um, Nando's being a bunch of gits. <laughs> well, no, Nando's were a bunch <laughs> of gits, um, but it's, that's not the theme. Um, the third one is uh, again El Mastery. Is it cycling up a volcano? How, how do these these aren't even relevant to what we're talking about? I'd do anything. I suppose yeah, I'd do anything cycling up a volcano. Figure People's it out. brains work in strange ways, including I yours, know. mate. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, I, I'm not sure that um, Buck Naked is actually there. His mic's quiet. He, I, no, he's, he sent in a C90 tape as well. Oh, he sent C90. But I, I've seen him lurking in the corner of the live room here. But um, So the third guest, um, go on, Dead Meat. You go for the third guest, down. That's the it's one by oh, Pom. That, I don't know, don't know if I dare say it. Uh, Flossy the Fuel Rat getting lost again. Again, I do anything that wasn't figure it out. That wasn't okay. For me, Pom, um, yeah, Pom's off your Christmas list, Flossie. <laughs> yeah, I, I like your thinking, but sorry, <laughs> I, li I like your thinking, Pom, but we're not that evil. We, w we wouldn't take the mickey out of Flossie, she's gorgeous. No, we'd never give her a silly name and silly script to, to read out loud on a radio <laughs> station. Only over the internet, silly not stuff in the same room. for dockers. Yeah, no, never, never, never. Okay, so the um. Oh, message from Flossie coming in. When did I ever get lost? Oh, no, Flossie knew exactly where she was when she crashed into that sun in reverse. <laughs> and, and you did do that, so you can't deny it, okay? Um, so the next guess was from Jester again, which was Civil War. No, really, you're all miles out. Um, and then we had Litho Breaker in Discord going on similar lines. Oliver Cromwell, Royal Blood. It's the English... Oh, I understand what you mean now about Civil War. Fine. Uh... Royal Blood, no, it's not the English Civil War. And then Spike, 1986, Royal Wedding. Oh. Didn't he say that last week as well? He says uh, it's not going to be true, even after that's happened. I'll give you a clue, uh, Mr Spike. None of the themes ever will be about the Royal Wedding. No, not unless it's Ashling Duval. In which case, an Imperial Wedding. And um, Simon Woolcott, also known as the Tech Monkey, says, is it... No, that, that's Dead Meat's guess, and you can't have that one. So you're Again. all wrong, because it's far yeah. too obscure for you. None of the themes ever will be about boobies. Uh, no, but um, we're going to go with the introduction of the next one. We're going to say, he's buck, he's naked, he's custodian of the Top Trucker, and as everyone knows, he's an all-round man. Well, he certainly he is. Here we go. This tune. Now you're a trucker. All you gotta do is trunk that truck. When you're a trucker, if you can't turn a profit, then you're out of luck.
Well, howdy there, truckers. This old Buck Mickett, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways, back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as being a spaceship owned by PsychoCal. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the Explorers, jumping like them horny toads down by the creek, Commander St. John Hawk made it right about 53,300 light years. Rumor has it that the King Hanky sainted this one for some miracle involving eating at McThargoid seven days straight and still living to tell the tale. Good thing Pope Francis the 18th made it says you ain't gotta be dead to be a saint anymore. Holding on to the lead and tearing up the skies again this week is Commander Farkin with an amazing 72.4 million credits earned and accounted for. Ain't no pirate safe from the likes of Commander Farkin. Our top mission trucker this week is Com Commander Montgomery Python with 918 mission points earned. He also did a bit of hauling like a good trucker's supposed to. Driving the Hutton Short Bus this week, our very own lovable window liquor with the bad haircut, who goes by Commander Mindwipe, hauled 723 passengers round Colonia and nearby space. Congrats, Commander. And for the cargo carrying truckers, doing what we do best, it's Commander Montgomery Python again, as he continues to hold the lead and get his name mentioned twice in one show with a bit over 129,000 tons of cargo haul. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is held by Commander Brett Riverboat with a time of 1 hour, 25 minutes, and 46 seconds. Think you got what it takes to beat his score? Well, get the Hutton Helper installed and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxy with a coupon for a buy one, get one free meal at Mick Thargoids. Whoa, that was Ooh. close. Crikey. There will be people that understand what that intro was and which tune that was. It's a legendary that, that, tune. You, you not... heard nothing. There was nothing. No, it, it, that, that didn't happen. Nope. You have to wait anyway, a couple well, of minutes to let one guys and girls. Well, thank you, Buck Naked, as well. And um, right, we've Buck's got a few more awesome, guesses coming through. He is. He, he's, he's, a, he's a top trucker himself, but... Uh, yeah, when he was over here with his, his his big hat and his belt, big belt buckles, and his his big brother, maybe a younger Don't brother. Don't mention his smalls. I'm not sure he wears any. And no, of course, he's, he's buck naked. Yep. Especially anyway, on Thursday we've got some more guesses coming on the theme. So, um, what have we got? You you want to take the first one? We've got a 
We've got quite a good one from uh, the first guess. Yeah, um, m- mind wipe in his usual um, wiping his mind mode says Jack off all tra- Oh no, Jack of all trades. Close, if but no cigar. A, yeah, that's a, that's a good that's a good guess, and it's it's. I like the line of his thinking there. Yeah, he might get um, it off the next tune. He might not. Haha. <laughs> so hang on a second. We we we've had the um, I'd do anything. Yep. And then we had uh, Figure It Out by Royal Blood. So I'd do anything. I'd figure out Royal Blood. And then we had All Around Man. So, yeah, I suppose Jack of All Trades, but he's not quite right there yet. Um, we had another guess from Jester. And um, Dead Meat, do you want to take the Jester guess? Yeah, Jester is guessing hot BGS activities or just what hot truckers do. Well, flipping everything is the answer. So yeah, I'd do anything that I that fits and all around. Yeah, we get all around, but I, I, I figure it out. Well, we do figure it out, but uh, eventually. But no, that that's not right. Um, the next one was Doctor Sinister has won a prize, and the prize is um, lots of adulation from your peers for the most polite and overthinking guesser so far. With good evening, my guess is the peace initiatives in North Korea, South Korea, and the US on the basis that Kim is a very round man trying to figure stuff out and everyone's willing to do anything. I may have overthought this. Yes, Dr. Sinister, you did. Yeah, one problem, uh, Dr. Sinister. Um, we're actually in 3304, not 2018. Yeah, despite the news sounding maybe something vaguely connected to some orange potato. <laughs> Right. Okay. You, you mean Cal's been one. on a sunbed this week as well? No, no. He did. He did go basking in a nearby neutron star. And how is it? I'm going to hit resolve on that one. This is quite good. I'm quite liking this new uh, this new scripty thing. Uh, except um, you just resolved one... one that we hadn't read yet. So never mind. No, I had read that one. That's fine. And Commander Flossie, the one that we haven't read yet, that's still on screen, from Pom. Okay. Yes. Is Cal doing anything to get healthy? Trying to figure out, figure it out, and not stay around. I am so glad you read that one and not me. Yeah, you gave it to me deliberately, didn't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, we, oh, we <laughs> yeah, did. Because yeah, yeah. you get away with that one. No, he's doing really well on his exercise and his month off yes. from the radio shows, and he's walking. Was it four to five kilometers a day, or was it four to five miles? Miles, I think. Yeah, yeah, and miles. he keeps posting a, a mug shot up every single day of him looking absolutely knackered next User to a brick joined wall. Your channel. It is miles, <laughs> miles and miles. He would walk how many miles? Well, he said he would walk. Miles. <laughs> he would walk three miles and then he would get an Uber for the rest. Yeah, and still count it on his uh, Endomodo tracker or whatever it is. His hut and top trucker tracker. But yes, congratulations, Cal, on doing the health and fitness thing. Um, he's catching me up rapidly on the weight loss and the being a little more trim than he was. And uh, we're trying to keep him out of the radio show until he's in fighting fit form. So, no, um, Pom, that's not right. And Cal's going to have a word with you next time he sees you. So You I are going to LifeCon, aren't you? Oh, I, I might be, I might not. We'll see. I'm at Pom. Oh, Pom better be with the Space Base Commander, because that's a cracking game. Mm-hmm. And not as good as Zombicide, but actually, no, it, it might be no, better No, no, you can't compare the two. They both work. They do both work. Okay, so, um, well, well, anyway, thank you very much, Buck, and it's 
in a minute, time to talk to the Green Room, which, as we know, needs a special tune each week. And this week is no exception. So just for everybody in the Green Room, we've got some big balls from... <laughs> Hello, Green Room. Hey, wake up. Hello. Hey, wake up. We're all silent in here. We can't hear the music. Sorry. Hey. Hey. buttons. So, um, as usual, we're going to take a rundown of the commanders in the Green Room, and we're going to say hi to everybody, and it's really straightforward. If you've got nothing to say, you just shout for the mug. And if you have something interesting to say, you say it, and then end the mug, or for the mug, it, end the mug at the end. So, um, who's going to no, Isaac, uh, we're going to say dead meat. Do you, do you want to um, sort of chat and say hi to the top half of the table? I certainly can, yes. Well, take it away. Mr. Fletch, you're right at the top. I was muting my mic because I was typing, sorry, and I've got a really clunky keyboard. I am in charge of about three different mixing desks and completely cocking everything up, so I hope you've heard most of the show tonight in most places. No, you're doing a cracking job. You do, I mean, first time you've done this one on a live show. It's different from doing a show with just you and the music. It's, it's, it's very um, different to a Saturday night live radio show. And if you're around this Saturday night at 6pm in the UK, midday in Kansas time, I'm not going to do other time zones. I've got some cracking music lined up for you for User Saturday night. But doing this live News broadcast, I realise just how hard you guys work. And, yeah, I'm, I might be available to help again, but I need to be paid more, like something... Need like more gin. gin. Yeah, great minds think alike. And but yeah, for the mug. Differ. Okay, so I move. Apart from helping Fletch out today, what have you been up to this week? Ah, loads! But I'll, I'm going to give you a for the mug, because we've got quite a busy room, so nothing that exciting. Fair enough. Vant yourself. Well, I've spent the day in the company of uh, nearly 500 system security police forces, um, wrangling them. You've got to prove to me you're legit and you're actually a copper. And if you can't, you can nick off. And um, then I escaped from them and I drove all the way down the motorway down to here to do the radio show. And other than that, uh, for the mug. Sounds like the most interesting day. Thank you very much. Oh, and by the way, just in case they're listening, and they're probably not because they've switched off because this is all very strange to them, uh, any of the team who are working with me this week, if you're listening, hello! And if you're not, bye-bye. <laughs> Mr. Riverboat. Good evening, exciting? Mr. Meat. Yeah, well, um, out Goid Killing with Graham Mimica. Um, one thing I have learned with Goid Killing, if you do so well on the first one, uh, don't go for a second one straight away because you'll run out of ammo halfway through your fight. And flat cannons will not Synthesis, kill Thargoids. old boy. Not for Gauss cannons, buddy. You can't synthesise Gauss cannons. Well, let me, let me actually have a look, but um, I didn't think you could. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can synthesise Gauss cannon bits and bobs, yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I could. I'm useful oh. for something occasionally. Occasionally, yes. Thanks for that, I'll remember that. And you can, uh, can you boost them, or is it just a basic synthesis? No, there is um, uh, with standard and premium. Yes, bloody hell, there is. Yeah, but it's so you can get off double hard if you if you pay attention to the right panel. Yeah, or you just put an extra Gauss cannon on. So the tip is always look at your right panel. Indeed. Yeah, but other than that, um, everything else is cool. Um, looking forward to um, getting some more of this training done. Had to give up insanity for the um, uh, bike ride because it's uh, really started to do some of my body parts in. So I think it's just straight cycling. Dare, dare we ask which body parts? No. <laughs> 
Uh, shoulder. Yeah, but it's your Not legs your doing the cycle. You don't pedal with your shoulder. <laughs> exactly. So give Insani a break. Just get on the bike. Well, I, I'm down to 98 kilos now. I'm I'm going there for the not cycling up the volcano because I'm doing this support truck. Well, I, I'm I'm there in spirit. Good, good. Looking forward to it. Uh, and that's it for the mug. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, Ventura and Cully are muted. So, so ask uh, yourself, what have you been doing this week? Yeah, ask myself. Well, I've I've already been asked. Something. I've did my run, um, and in game I've just been scurrying back from Colonia after doing the Dicky Ball run for Mr. Ed Lewis. Uh, and apart from that, for the mug. Haha. Uh, Dr. Sinister, I'm sure you're more, you're more interesting than me, I'm sure. Oh, I, can I, may I talk to Dr. Sinister? Of course. <laughs> Dr. Sinister, we had a CQC night, didn't we? Well, yeah, we did. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I'd like to do it regularly. Yeah, no, uh, I'm hoping that uh, we can get Draxor to put together a few more CQC nights, but we had well, four or five of us in one CQC session ganging up on some guy that was, you know, triple prestige, level yep. 50, whatever, and we thought we'd gang up on them, and it, it sort of worked. And then Sunday night, we actually had eight players, and we actually had enough to do a team deathmatch. It was really cool. And did you win? Um, I, I, I won quite a lot. <laughs> So you you were on about nineteen level nineteen when uh, I left. I'm on twenty five now. Twenty four. Oh, you're catching me up. <laughs> but I yeah, we say... ought to organise more of these because the Hutton Games Room has these extra kind of fun bits and bobs on. And when we get yeah. bored of doing all the other stuff, um, getting on the CQC night when you got a crowd in, it's quite good because you can actually get into you know shared games and have a laugh. Uh, it's rubbish the rest of the time because you sit in the lobby going, oh, oh, I'm bored. Yes, and there's and there's lots of swearing and mickey taking and it's very good and there's lots of let's gang up on the random <laughs> that turns up and joins us you yes. got seven of you and one of them it, it goes pretty pear-shaped pretty fast it does um i just also want to issue you a slight word of warning um i was a support uh, driver for a week-long cycle charity thingy a few years ago and uh, i actually ended up running myself over in my own car <laughs> okay there's a story here we need to hear <laughs> Yeah, uh, did you stand behind it when it rolled downhill? No, what happened was it was the final day. So basically, I, I work I work yeah. for a, an insurance company, and we were we went up we started in Glasgow. We drove up Let's to Glasgow up. from the south coast, User left and we channel. were visiting all of our different branches down in the UK. And it was the last day, and I was driving along Woking Seafront, and I was taking photos as well as being a support driver. And our CEO was with us that day, so I I rushed in front of him in the car and thought I've got to get some photos. But I was in this hire car that had this crappy electronic handbrake and I was so tired after basically, you know, 14 hours of driving every day for a week that I must have forgotten to engage it. And essentially I got dragged under the open driver's door and kind of dragged about 100 yards along the road in front of my the boss of my entire company who just kind of went past. And yeah, so that wasn't at all embarrassing. That sounds like the kind of thing we would do for fun. So I can send you photos of what my legs look like afterwards, if you like. Ouch, <laughs> ouch. Well, the thing is, we're doing this upper volcano with a sheer drop down the other side, so I think there might be more plummeting, screaming, and, and yeah. death involved in our one well, as well. I, I, was we're, we're most, hoping... I, was, I was the most injured out of the entire team, and I wasn't even riding a bike. Okay, I'm supposed to be driving the support van. <laughs> this is not cool. The same. I, I, I want be to go careful on a bike your handbrakes. <laughs> no, I want to go on a bike now. <laughs> okay. 
Good luck. Well, thank you, Dr. Sinister. For the mug. Can I just jump in one second very quickly? Oh, you can if you want. Sorry, I forgot to mention something. We've got an event next User Tuesday, joined your um, channel. which is um, Zero to Hero. Um, we're resetting our second commanders and trying to see how much money we can earn within a space of an hour. So User if anyone's interested, please check Facebook. But it's going to be good fun. And if anybody doesn't want to reset the second commander, uh, do message me because I might have um, a spare Sidewinder parked somewhere that you might be able to borrow. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> That's it for the mug. Okay, Draxor. For the mug. Nice and easy. Uh, Alrazi? Yeah, not doing too much at the moment. Uh, just, uh, yeah, as, as uh, uh, other the people doing, doing training. Oh, boy. Say again? How's the recuperation going, old boy? Uh, recuperation? <laughs> Are you feeling better? Yeah, no, I'm good, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's good. And how's the beer? Um, I'm, yeah, that's, that's, that's a bad thing. I, I, based on uh, the traveling I've had to do for work and stuff, uh, I'm behind. Uh, so I'm not going to have any ready for LaveCon, unfortunately. Um, oh. But there we go. The gin-reinforced beer will not be making an appearance. Not, not this time, no. Oh, maybe sometime soon. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> anyway, mug. Mug, yes, for the mug. And one day I will pronounce your commander name properly. Uh, <laughs> Flossy, <coughs> my yes? fake wife for the evening. What's that? My, my fake wife for the evening. Oh, yes, yeah. What, one of my favourite days. What, what have you been up to? Right, well, uh, this week I finally had a go at uh, Newton Stars after a particularly embarrassing fuel rats rescue where I got left behind by the other two. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, it's no User good, I'm going to have to bastard these Newtons. Oh, do you know what? User disconnected from your channel. Have to, have to master these Newton stars. Can you hear me? I, I can, certainly, yeah. Yeah, hey, you're fine. All right. yeah. <laughs> and how, how did that go? Have you gotten down pat yet? Yeah, not too, but certainly not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I don't always get it right the first time. I often have to go back. But um, so You're not as bad yeah. as Cal, who just took one to the face and then had to go home again <laughs> in bits. I... I I can never see the where the uh, exclusion zone is as I get to it, the being disappears. So it's always a bit of a guess. <laughs> so, um, but I'm getting used to it slowly. And I actually made my way back to Colonia, uh, finally, on Flossy 2. And uh, the one that went on the rescue from the bubble got, got her back as well, all new, using neutrons. So I was quite happy with that. Sorry if I sound breathless, I'm doing a bit of uh, peddling. <laughs> oh, you're training for the volcano, because you're going to be keeping us company, aren't you, <laughs> on your pedal bike like last time? Yep, but I'm also trying to get exercise, because I'm also trying to lose weight. Oh, well, it's a team effort then. Between <laughs> yeah. us, we might lose one whole type nine. <laughs> I might lose one whole pound, never know. <laughs> Anyway, well, I'm going to take the next bit of the table, if that's okay with my uh, co-presenter there. So we have James Morris. the Fox slash Jane Fox. Good evening. Good evening. Now, are we Jane or James this evening? James. Excellent, James. So, uh, James, uh, do we have anything fascinating to say, or are we on a full for the mug? I have a couple of things. Take it Earlier away. Earlier today, 
I received um, my expedition flight patches from the Enigma expedition. And they look amazing. So where are you sticking your patches? I purchased two of them. I have plans for one of them to go on a jacket I have yet to determine. To have, like, uh, all of the elite patches that I will collect, this being the first of which. The other one I don't know yet. So, uh, I mean, you, there are Distant Worlds ones, there are Fuel Rats ones, there are oh, Team Hotbox ones that were released this week. Uh, there are Hutton ones. Yeah, I have uh, I have this one, and I'm working to get the um, the Hutton one, and I will be getting the Distant Worlds two one when they become available eventually. Oh well, fair enough. And you're going to sew them all onto something like a blanket, or a you know, like a girl guide, or a, a, a boy scout. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and okay, I also well, have um, last week because I missed the show. Um, earlier last week, I received my hot call mug in the mail. And have you had a good glass of or mug of something from your mug yet? Pepsi. Yeah, oh, that'll do. The the fizz <laughs> gets up my nose in zero g. So yeah, I also love the fact the hot call mug is that much taller than. The regular mug. Oh uh, no! Generation one mugs, generation two mugs are different sizes, and the handles are on upside down on half them. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, know if you noticed that. I just noticed because I sit them beside each other on my desk, and I got to looking at them one day, and I thought I was going crazy because one of them looked to be taller, but no, it's, that's just how it is. Yeah, it's just a colonial thing. <laughs> and by the way, the Hutton radio mug is a different size again. I still have to get that one. Well, you have to actively contribute to the live show like uh, some of our guests have done over the last few months. Anyway, um, so I'm going to move along to the next person on the list, which is right, Commander Lenin. Oh, sorry. Back. Uh, oh, hey. for the mug. Oh, for the mug, for the mug. Uh, Lenin, thank you very much for the green room feed. I'm sorry we messed up jumping up and down with the green room feed, but um, you've automated it sort of now. I've automated it, sure. And, well, thank you for your help on that one. Anything else to add or for the mug? For the mug. And Litho Breaker. Good evening. Now, you've been guessing again this evening, haven't you? I've been trying to User guess. I'm not sure I've got anywhere with them, though. Well, no, because, I mean, we, we've done without Dead Meat GF, who's not allowed to guess because he's in the studio. So you've had to fulfill so that role of... it was boobs then, yeah? Yeah, no, it wasn't. Shucks. Anything else to add, or just it mug? Just a feather mug. And uh, Lord Alvin of Difa. Is he there? I mean, normally he has a bark for us, maybe. No, he's no, not barking, he's not barking today. Today. Oh, oh, he's back. He's back. <laughs> it sounds vicious. I think he's taken on Thargoids. Anyway, and Lord Shouty. Hello. Now, I've got an apology to make. I, I've got some stuff to do for you, Lord Shouty, but um, I, I've been, uh, how do you want to put it, otherwise engaged this week. Uh, we, yes. we exchanged messages about that one, and I'm sorry, and I need to get on to it. Yes, yes, get on to it. No, just kidding. You, uh, real life take preference over everything, as per usual. 
Yeah, and I'm really sorry about that. But Dockers, I, I will help with the Dockers soon. I've got a day tomorrow. I'm hoping to get some time tomorrow where I have a quiet day. Yeah, oh, that'd be good. That'd be nice. I've got most part in now, so I'm pretty much I'm waiting on you. So no pressure. No, but, it's fine. It's just me <laughs> holding you all up. And and how is the Duncan Green Bucket? Uh, today, well, today we went back into a war again. Uh, so now we're going for the second of the big stations. So hopefully we'll have both of them very, very shortly. Are you in the lead? Um, no, we had a little bit of a problem today with Ninja. Um, we were pending war and he decided to drop the data he had at uh, one of the stations and just put... Not, not more, by much, but just enough to tip the other side over the edge a little bit. So we've now got to fight our way back. You're talking, what, what, 1 to 2%, 10 to 20? No, we're talking about 2%. Oh, fine, you can turn that round with some yeah, issues. By the way, yeah. passengers still work in, yeah. in war. Yeah, we're in war, so uh, if you want to do come pew-pew, we'll uh, happily take anybody you want to shoot some things for the Independent Duncan Green Party. And we understand the Bastards Federation have been clearing out your uh, your your bank card as a result of random deposits for stuff that you didn't actually want. Mm, yes, the uh, evil corporation of Walmart, um, who owns the British little company called Asda, decided that uh, in order to take petrol fund, they were going to deposit. They made me pay a deposit of ninety nine pounds, and several other monsters as well. It wasn't just me. Um, in order to fill up your car, so the is, and that's ninety nine pounds on top of the money you were spending on your fuel, your hydrogen yes. fuel for your spaceship. Yeah, that's exactly what what happened. So instead of it being a uh, sixty credits, it ended up being a hundred and sixty credits. Ouch! That's interesting. And, and you will get that money back, but uh, yeah, at the moment they haven't. So. User joined your channel. Uh, oh well, I think they promised it by Monday, haven't they? <laughs> Well, hopefully. Hello, darling. If not, oh, we're all oh, going to get oh, really oh, shouty at them, oh, Lord Shouty. It's been, been a very weird week for me this week. Uh, two people have died. An old person's on the Well, hang on a sec. That's awfully rubbish of them. Yes, it, yes, it did. Well, one is uh, an unbind marriage to my wife, and the other one's an actual family on that died. Okay, well, being genuinely sympathetic, we're sorry to hear that. And uh... Yes, so it's been quite a strange week this week. Well, I hope next week's better, and uh, I hope all is well with you in the near future. Yeah, thank you very much, and for the com. Excellent, and Commander Mindwipe, you're next. Oh, I'm here? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh dear, we have to talk to you too. You can just say for the mug and we'll go away. No, 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 no. there's a few things. Obviously, I want to thank uh, all the guys and gals who have actually helped out with Colonia, getting us out of all the crappy systems and helping us go into expansion. Uh, with me in real life at the moment, I'm just basically still doing the move, but also working still with uh, Uncle Art on uh, the finalization of that project they're doing with the movie. When? Tell me when. I know, I know. I wish I could tell you. I'm not allowed to. I'm sorry about that. But uh, the one thing I can tell you is they're doing the final, they've just done the credits, they're just finalizing the 5.1 surround mix. And I've just been asked to actually help out doing the DVD and Blu-ray covers, so it's oh, getting close. Artwork. It is getting close. But other than that, with the Colonial stuff, I've had a blast this week. The only thing I've really been doing is actually kicking ass and taking names in Battletech, so I've not really been doing much. So aside from that... Well, you had some time off in the, the entertainment room. That's true, that's true, that's true enough. Yeah, so uh, for, with that said, though, for, for the mug. 
Excellent. So, uh, Commander Fletch, are you there? Or has he cleared off completely and not listening yes, to us? Yes, I'm here. I just forgot to unmute my mic because I've been busy typing. I've got a really noisy keyboard. Oh, that's fine. Well, at the very end of the table here, do you want to um, take from or the next one after Mindwipe and uh, say hi? Yeah. Hi, Ninja. How's it going? What have you been up to, mate? Good evening, mate. I'm all right, thank you. I was just going to say, uh, for the mug. Oh, okay. Nice one. For the mug. Look. Oh God, David, you gave me Odimon. Odie, you here, man? Please have a pun for us. Phew, got away with that one. Mr. Pom, are you alive? Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. You're live on air. How's it going? I'd just like to apologize. Try again, Apollo. Oh, I apologise. For what? Uh, the the guesses I put in. It was when it said I, I'd do anything. I am... Apart from that, for the mug. <laughs> we got most of yeah. that in bits. It's an I apology think... to Cow, I think, Fletch. No, because Paul was insinuating that Grant's got his own postcode. Yeah, he's, he's immune to it. And he does have his own postcode. Cal Mansions is actually half of Glasgow. Oh, man, I've got the, the, the real star of the show. Here's Simons. You here? Good evening. The yeah. star of the show? Yep. Yeah. The man with a silent P. Hey. And all the other letters. <laughs> How's things hanging? Keep your not well? Bad, not, not bad at all. Not bad at all. Just a quick from the mug and for the come for me. <laughs> Looking forward to some zombie side on Table Simulator. Yeah, that looks cool. Uh, just st stealing your thunder a bit, as you said, for the mug a bit too early. Um, tabletop Simulator on Steam. Buy the Tabletop Simulator. Don't you don't have to pay for Zombie Side, um, and there will be games appearing soon. Ha ha. Oh, crumbs down to Skippy, Mr. Skiprat, Perversa Skiprat. Can you hear me, mother? Yep, I can hear you. Right, moving on. Uh, sorry. <laughs> 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 what have you been up to, Skippy? Have you bought your tickets for LaveCon yet? That's the important question. Yeah, and I've been up to... <laughs> <laughs> but you've been warring, then. Have you given up? Uh, yeah. And after that pregnant pause... Battle of the Bulges. Here we go. Come on, Spike. You're up. You've, you've been waiting around long enough. How's things with you? Oh, very good. Very good. It was your birthday yesterday. So, Happy uh, birthday. Uh, 21 again. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy yeah, 50, birthday, mate. 56 again. I'm sitting in my, my birthday present and it's very comfortable. You're not doing a buck mm -hmm. and you're sitting in something leathery uh -huh. and silky while stark while looking naked, are you? I knew that tie would go down well. <laughs> uh, I've got my thumb on oh. still. Wallowing in a bucket of donkum. There goes oh, my the, lunch. The, the, the horror. <laughs> the horror. Oh. Above that, for the mug. Oh, was that a donkey? Oh, no. <laughs> a donkey, what? The flossy. Wash your mouth out with soap. Flossy's getting all excited. Woohoo! Uh, it's not I enough just, of the innuendos. I misheard. I misheard. <laughs> Okay. No, you didn't. Anyway, I, I, I know you're bottom of the list, Waz, but um, 
Yeah, change your name so it begins with A. So A Waz. Yeah, it could be A Waz. Yes. Sir. Are you oh, alive, sir? Not working. He's done for the mug. He's actually trying to fix his mic. Bless him. He's been trying yeah, the entire time. Poor old Mike. You need an Alvin. That's what you need. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you <laughs> a little very bit much, of politics, ladies and, and gentlemen. That's everything from everybody, I think, just about. Now, we're going to have some delicate, delicate, delicate work here to do to try and get up to the green room, down to the green room, up to the live room, User back down again, channel. and still make it go live. So, um, how are we going to do this? Let's grab the green room. Fletch, stay silent for a second. Okay. User how are we going to do this? Let's channel. grab the green room. Fletch, stay silent for a second. Okay. That works. User Fletch, bugger off. Let's grab the green room. You were moved. User was moved to your channel. Thank goodness for User that. User joined so your channel. Hopefully the green room's now playing and we're talking a yeah. few seconds later. Hopefully the green room can still hear us. Right, okay. So we've had some um, more guesses on the uh, on the theme. So we, we've got, did I do anything by Oliver? Figure it out by Royal Blood. All Around Man by Bo Carter. Uh, Big Balls by ACDC. And um, some guesses. So we've had um, Mind Wipe in TeamSpeak saying, I forgot it! It's Blaze Your Own Trail. Uh, nope. And we've had El Masri in Discord again. Is it Big Balls? Nope, it's not no, that, that, that was the that was the name of the last tune, El Masri. We're not, we're not going to make the whole theme about the name of one tune. And, and uh, uh, Flossie, take, Flossie, take the next one. Jack Souls walking up in Discord with a guest, figure it out. Anything round, big balls, is it spheres, planets, shapes, <laughs> suns? Uh, nope. And then we have uh, Cully3 here in Discord. Is it planets or satellites? No, I think Draxol got that one first. Uh, nice and simple. How, how does this work? I'm going to read through them. Do anything by Oliver to do with planets? Nope. Figure it out by Royal Blood to do with planets. Nope. All around, man. I can see the word round in that one, so it's still nope. Big balls, gas giants, planets. Nope. So it's not that one. And Fletch, do you want to give the next hint? Um, no, because that hint is uh, sort of like maybe give it away. So okay, I've, I've so no idea. Rather really, give it away. Okay, well, if you I, haven't guessed, case, I'm just gonna. Give the next tune, shall I? The, the, the link for the next tune? Yeah, you, you lead in, and hopefully I'll hit the right button, and then people might actually be able to get some guesses in. Well, I've got absolutely no idea on this link, but um, if you've not guessed the theme yet, and you're hungry for a Hutton goodie pack, you're likely to be uh, a little angry. And hungry. Or hungry so angry by medium medium. <laughs> Oh, we're live again. We're live again. That's fine. We're, we're back. We're back in the studio. We're back in the, the quiet live room. We can see the green room behind the glass over there, all itching to know what's going on with the theme this week because it's all very confusing. But uh, thank you, everybody else, for uh, tuning in and listening. And I suppose we ought to give it away but also say if somebody's got it but we've got a few guesses that aren't right as final guesses for the evening we've got from uh, mindwipe via teamspeak is is it canon as in canon interstellar nope bam in discord says i know this is mean but is it cow's neutron star incident that's also nope uh pom in discord was it the diving into a high g planet that's double nope um uh, ninja in discord is it chocolate 
No. Okay, somebody, somebody, fill me in here. How how could it be chocolate? Chocolate do anything royal all around bowls medium. I think we nope. need to get him on the show to explain how his brain works. Actually, <laughs> is is uh, yeah is is Ninja down there? Grab Ninja up here, will you? User was moved to your channel. Yes. Oh, there's Ninja. Good evening, Commander Ninja. There's logic there somewhere. Go on, give, give me. How does chocolate fit that theme? Well, it affects your figure. Um, you've got chocolate bowls, especially your big chocolate salty bowls. Oh no! <laughs> right. You you were guessing really thinly guessing there, weren't you? Well, chocolate doesn't make you thin. Okay, just kick him out the live room. That's rubbish. That's a rubbish guess. Well, thank you, Ninja, anyway. User was moved out of your channel. Okay, and then after that we had um, uh, Cully3. This is getting silly now. Basically, what you guys mean is we don't understand what's going on. So Cully3 ate it. Meatballs and spaghetti, mixed No. El Masri, is it trying to figure out organizing a Kansas City meetup? Food and balls and angry? No. Um, mind wipe those wonderful people who figure it out so we don't have to it's still no but there was somebody who got a yes well he got close and then he said yeah. no I'm going to stick with my original guess so uh, <laughs> Flossie do you, want to, do you want to tell us who maybe got it right maybe uh, Little Breaker maybe mm. what did Little Breaker guess maybe the Python as it's the king or queen of multiple ships. Okay, so we're going to go through the list. Um, the first song was I'd Do Anything. Well, a, a python does anything. And the second song, uh, Fletch, you want to take this one? Oh, sorry, drinking beer. It's been a long night. Yeah, second one was uh, um, All Around. No, Royal Blood. Figure it out. So a blood python. No, no, Royal, Royal Pythons. Python. <laughs> we were hoping the hanky would get them, but the hanky's buggered off. So they're Royal Pythons. The next one is All Around Man. Well, of course, a python is the ultimate all-around ship. And then Flossie, the next one was... Big Balls. Which, of course, is a ball python. And the last tune this evening, Commander Fletch, was... Uh, medium, medium. So hungry, so angry. And, and of course... Yeah, a Python a is the pad. ultimate medium medium pad ship. So, congratulations to Commander Litho Breaker for getting the little mini Hutton Cuddy pack. You don't get a mug this week because cow's missing. Um, so it's a an assortment of Hutton goodies. And I'm sure we've got your details, Litho, because you won at least three mugs, of which two we haven't sent you because you've got one so far. So well done, Litho Breaker, and thank you very much, everybody, for listening in. Uh, does anybody have anything else to go out on? Um, no, I think I've got a tune lined up, but uh, if anybody, thank you all, especially thank you to the uh, the ever-expanding arms of the Gibbon Tech Monkey um, for hugging the decks and giving me a hand tonight. Although those notes were like hieroglyphics written against the various sections of the show. They, they were the magic-waving, you know, uh, Harry Potter special. Well, somebody took Click down these all, all, the big, all the big red warning signs that says don't hit these buttons. So basically for the first half of the show, I was just mashing any button I could find and Moof was going, no, not that button! Well, anyway, well, thank you very much, Commander Fletch, for um, sitting in on Cow's ample seat. 
It's good fun. At least I know what not to do next time, if there's going to be a next time, if you invite me back. Well, it does tell you, and uh, he's not listening because he's busy doing other things, but it do, does show you quite, when we run these shows, what a, an astonishing job that Cow does when he's when he's here. What's oh, the difference between a professional broadcaster and me? <laughs> Well, no, I mean, by the end of the show, you've got it there. I mean, the bongs, I think when you work on the, 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 um, the bong machine, the bong machine's a bit stuffed. Uh, that's because I was using a, a, a Windows 10 sound effects board rather than an actual sound board, which I'm used to. So, yeah, it's learning, as I said, I've got three, three screens with 18 windows open on them and learning which buttons to press in which order is, um, yeah, fun. Yeah, but you get the hang of it, and of course, um, you know, uh, even star Russ Pitcher has had a, a, a few goes more at um, being a live presenter, so yeah. next week we're hoping that even star coming back again as our... There you go, it's the bong machine. <laughs> yeah, um, that button. So ne- next week, I mean, we're alternating weeks, so we're hoping that Russ Pitcher is back next week. I hope now, so, what too. does that take us to? Uh, well, what 17. are we, 10 today, so that'll be 17, 10 at 7. Which means the Thursday afterwards, is that still May? Yes, that'll be 24. So are you up for another go at this on the 24th? I should hope so. Okay, in which case, so next week we're hoping even stars joining us for the uh, live broadcast. I mean, you get it in the studio studio too, but you're just not mashing mashing buttons. buttons. Oh, David should be back. Oh, blame the tech monkeys in here now. Oh, dear. Anyway, hello, headphones on the wrong one. Before we go, Tech Monkey, do you want to add anything to the uh, the final part of this show? Yeah, me very yeah. simply. Thanks to Flossie. Thanks to everybody else for joining in. Thanks to Steve, Dead Meat GF. It's been brilliant. And thanks to Tech Monkey. And thank you to oh, you, um, David, for the script. No, it was fine. awesome. And by the way, if Dead Meat GF doesn't have a Hutton Orbital Radio mug yet uh, for standing in... He's earned one Dead tonight. Dead Meat, you're there. Do you have a radio mug yet? I do. I won one at the Elite Meet. Oh, in the raffle, so we can't give you a prize. Yes. That's quite right. I've got a full suite, I think, of, of mugs now. But, Dead Meat well, GF, you, you coming to LaveCon? Indeed, yes. Right, in that case, I owe you a crate of gin or a crate of beer, whichever you prefer. I will share beer with you if that's okay. Sounds good. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. And have you got a tune to take us out at the end of the show? Allegedly. So tell me when to hit the play button, and I'll well, hit no, the play I mean, Are you going to introduce it, or is it a staple from home? Oh, it's, no, it's, it's why we are here. It's, um, I tried to play this track on my show last week, and the bit rate was all wrong, and I completely screwed it. So I'd like to give Commander Hugh Man the credit he deserves. We're here for the mug, boys and girls. 